Yo, what's going on, everybody? It's 10, 1008, New Wave Podcast, y'all, in the building with New Wave Podcast. Shout out to everybody, all the platforms that I'm, that I'm on, that I'm on affiliated with Apple Music, Google, we recording on Instagram Live tonight for the last podcast of 2021. The last podcast of 2021, New Wave Podcast. We're going to end it with a bang tonight. Hopefully, everybody pours into the podcast. Shout out to um, Radio Republic. Shout out to Breaker. Shout out to iHeartRadio. Shout out to all the platforms that we are on. Shout out to Title. Let's get it popping tonight. I wanted to talk about hip-hop albums. Tonight, we're going to talk about a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. We're not going to only limit this podcast tonight to just a few topics. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff. Everything that's going on. The pandemic, the violence in the cities of Philadelphia, New York City, Chicago, wherever you from, tap in. We want dudes to get up on the podcast freestyle. This is on all platforms. This podcast is not just on Instagram. I want people to understand that um, Instagram is just what we do. This podcast is on all platforms. So if you got, if you're an artist and you coming on in here, tap in. I want to get the best freestyles, the hottest freestyles. I don't care if you sing. Let's get it. So today, what we want to, what I want to tap on, tap into is hip hop albums, the verses. COVID-19 mandates, podcasters, fellow podcasters, anything else. Those are just a few topics. Sports, we're going to talk about Kyrie Irving coming back. We're going to talk about the magic that's going to happen in, in, um, in Brooklyn at the Barclays Center. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. Nas just dropped the album with Hit Boy. Magic. That was fire. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the the impact that Nas is bringing into hip-hop as, as, as of now. Nas has been dropping some fire. Nas has been dropping some fire. We're going to speak on that. We're going to talk about a little bit of a little bit of hip-hop, a little bit of um, some Philly talk, some Meek Mills. We got a lot. We got a lot to talk about. We're going to end this. We're going to end the year off right. Hopefully the people pour in. And if they don't, you can catch the free broadcast on any platform. The link will be in the bio. There's New Wave Podcast. Let's get it started. You know I had to sip on something strong real quick. So, Versus was good for the pandemic. We're going to start it off with that. Versus was good for the pandemic, right? Everybody knows what Jay-Z said. We're not going to debate. We're not going to come up. We're not going to make this a debate. We're going to make this a conversation. Jay-Z, I, honestly, I talked to my boy about this. Nobody can mess with Jay. But Buster Rhymes can give him competition. Nas might not be able to give Jay any competition. But Nas is a good lyricist. So we talking hits. Jay going to smash Nas. Lil Wayne might be able to match up with Jay-Z, but there's always a but. Will Lil Wayne get the crowd popping? 
with some of the songs that he got now. Because we understand about the fire, man. We understand about all that shit, Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne been around for a long time. And after Lil Wayne, we talk about Lil Wayne, we're going to go to Busta Rhymes. Then we're going to get to Jay-Z. But Lil Wayne got some shit, right? But does he have enough music to go up against Jay? And I know a lot of people might say, yeah, a lot of people might be like, yo, Wayne is the shit. Wayne got lyrics. Wayne is nice. But does he have the hits to go against Jay? You know, because Jay dropped an album and all his albums are like hits on hits on top of hits. One thing I ain't going to do is disagree with somebody that say Jay got hits. Because I'm a Jay-Z fan, probably one of the biggest Jay-Z fans. I might I might try to make it seem like a, a a conversation, but Jay got fire. Now Lil Wayne got bars, but we not talking bars right now. We talking music. If you if you can name ten songs, and you probably can, that can be matched up with Jay. We, that 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 conversation can be like uh, can be extended, but I don't know any ten songs of Lil Wayne. Now I'm talking by himself, because majority of Jay Z hits is by himself. Majority of Jay hits come by himself. He don't need no help from nobody. And I can run down a few of them, from Reasonable Doubt all the way to now. That timeline is timeless, it's unmatchable. So when Jay-Z got up there on that clubhouse and he said, nobody's taking that stage with me. I understood what he said, what he meant. Because I was actually going through his catalog and I'm like, God damn, Jay got some shit. You know, and then Jay... People forget, like this generation might not, I'm not going to say they forget, they just don't know. Jay wasn't a commercial rapper ever, really. They tried to make him into commercial when Big Pimpin' came out. But Jay came off the grit with it, off the muscle. From Reasonable Doubt wasn't no joke. Reasonable Doubt was a, was official. We used to fight for building blocks. Now we fight for blocks with buildings that make a killing. You see what I'm saying? This motherfucker wasn't just saying anything. We used to stack chips hardly. Hardly's potato chips. You know what I'm saying? This guy, this guy is going to give you some shit that we can understand. We can understand this shit. See, a lot of guys can't understand Jay because they don't they never been there. It's like comparing apples to oranges almost. It's like comparing apples to oranges. When you compare what Jay's talking about, a dark side. Jay's talking about a dark side from where we come from. Now I'm watching everybody watching me closely. My shit is butter for the bread. They want to toast me. 
I keep my hands, both of them where they supposed to be. Hoes that get you clapped and sidetracked from clothes feet. I don't sleep, I'm tired. I feel wired like codeine. These days I gotta take a picture of me from four fiends away. You guessed it. I can get crazy with this shit. You know, I can get a little fucking real wild with this shit. When it come to when it come to Jay, I can make you understand why he's the top two. I'm not gonna say top five. He's in the top two. Cause it's either him or Nas is in that top spot. I can make you understand why this guy is who he is. But but it's a but. These kids going to try to compare him to Lil Wayne when it's really not a comparison. You know, Lil Wayne is an entertainer in my eyes. He's an entertainer. He's a big time entertainer. He's an entertainer. You know, we definitely going to talk about Nas' new album. We started, we set it off talking about Nas' new album, Magic. But, you know, Little Wayne is an entertainer. Little Wayne is like when you listen to Little Wayne, I I can understand. I get it. I'm not gonna take nothing from this kid. This little this Lil Wayne is nice. He's a beast, but he's not Jay Z. You know, to these little guys that grew up not knowing that Little Wayne been rapping since he was like 12 years old. To these little kids that grew up. Under Lil Wayne, they might think in their mind, oh, he's talking reality. But Lil Wayne is an entertainer. He's not talking reality. He's rapping. He's just rapping. He's spitting. He's nice. You see, Jay-Z is talking about some shit where we come from. Can I get an encore? Do you want more? Cooking raw with the Brooklyn boy. So for one last chance, I need y'all to roar. You know, this shit poetry in motion right here. This shit is poetry. This shit is strictly poetry. I can keep quoting this guy. I'm from where the hammer's rung. News cameras never come. You and your mans hung in every verse in your rhymes. When the vans would come, niggas vanish every summer. When the blue vans would do the work in the can and run, with a plan where to get funds and scales are set to achieve this goal quicker so all my weight wet. You know what I'm saying? You guys gotta watch what you say when you say somebody is better than this man. You gotta be careful. I understand Rick Ross want to do a verses, but when we talking verses, we talking verses, you guys can't do it. You guys can't do it. You guys just can't do it. Because people like us, we're gonna not gonna understand, we're not gonna feel it. It's not it's gonna come from a place where we just can't get with it. We just can't get with it. Which brings me to say one of Jay-Z's first songs. I can't get with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just the things this guy did. He touched on all aspects of hip-hop. All aspects of hip-hop. All aspects of music. 
He brought our life to the with to everything. When I say our life, we were subject to what he was rapping about. We were there in 4K. You know, we in 4K. When that man said, when the vans would come, we throw the work in the can and run. We can say that all day. Y'all might think we lying, but we've seen that in our era. Jay-Z fans. That we really grew up listening to Jay-Z. Like Jay-Z was like one of the guys that we didn't know. We just think, who is this guy? Because when I was coming up, we didn't want to be rappers. We didn't want to really play basketball. We just wanted to get money. And then you got this guy rapping about what we do. So we was like, oh shit. You know what I'm saying? We listened to Jay-Z on the park bench, rolling weed up and selling shit. And drinking shit. You know, that's how we heard about Jay. We heard about Jay while we was doing our thing. So we, uh, you know, it's just like the reality of it is Lil Wayne not going to match up with Jay-Z. Now let's move on to Busta Rhymes. Busta Rhymes is an entertainer. One of my favorites is an entertainer. Me and my man actually had a conversation about Jay and Busta Rhymes. I said Jay would get it because I was just being, you know, stubborn, fucking with him. I said Busta Rhymes would get him. But I know Jay will eat, eat Buster Rhymes up. He'll chew him up. Because what Buster Rhymes is going to do, he's going he's gonna to wear himself out. He's going to wear himself out. It's, like, it's going to be almost like a Floyd Mayweather match. When Mayweather is going to be constant, Mayweather constantly playing defense and bobbing and weaving. And these dudes going to be throwing all their hits. And then Mayweather going to come and knock you the fuck out. He's going to wear you out. He's going to tire you out with numerous shit. Numerous shit. Get a crate, some crack, and some house slippers, a newspaper, a lookout boy, and get your chips up. Or get a gun, a mask, an escape route. Some duct tape or make them take you to the house. And Ma, don't give him nothing unless he's treating you special. Soon to get desperate and go down and bless you. And when he come up for air with a mouthful of hair, just grab your coach bag and get the fuck out of there. I'll show you how to do this, son. And if your man got you bagging up, it could be worse. Just put a little in the baggie, put a little in the purse. You see what I'm saying? It's just levels. It's just levels to this shit. It's just levels, and he hit on every level of music. There's no way you can, like, get around it. And Buster Rhymes gonna go up there, he gonna get on stage, he gonna make you dance, he gonna do all that crazy shit, and he gonna be wah, rah, rah, and, you know, Jay too cool. He gonna sit back and he just gonna be like, hey, just get him. Hey, get him, just. Oh, Kanye, get him, yay. Or Ninth Wonder, get him, Ninth Wonder. Or Primo, get him, Primo. Or Swiss, get him, Swiss. I got a million ways to get it. Choose one. 
You see, I don't understand where people coming from when they try to doubt this man. When they try to like literally say, you know what I'm saying? He's not a billionaire for no reason. You had to be there and you had to witness certain shit. This is what I'm trying to explain to the podcast world. I'm not going to be commercializing this shit. I'm not going to sit here and act like these motherfuckers could stand a chance. I'm going to give you the real. This motherfucker was gonna, is going to air dudes out. When he says it, trust me, he's meaning it. He's meaning it. He's going to lyrically assassinate these dudes. And it's not even going to be funny. It's going to be embarrassing what he's going to do to them. Because, for one, he can rap. He can't. It ain't like he can't rap. You know what I'm saying? It's just like when, when Dipset went up against the locks. Everybody said Dipset going to try it. They going to come out. We all thought that Cam was going to come with... The 2000 shit. We thought Cam was going to come with some shit. We thought Cam was going to take that stage over with the dip set. We thought Cam was going to bring out. We thought Jim was going to be like, it's like, get him, daddy. You old niggas is rich and flabby. You know what I'm saying? We we thought Jim was going to come with that energy. But they got up there and got and fucked it up. Literally. They couldn't do it. They couldn't do it. They could not match that energy. Because them boys got up there, them locks motherfuckers got up there with energy. They got up there with some shit. L-O-X. Back to back. Chest to chest. Block to block. Knows you talk about. Play a fuck around and get a slug in your mouth. Y'all don't really want a gunplay. You know what I'm saying? It's just different. When motherfuckers can rap, it's different. It's different. It's very different. It's easier said than done. You know, it's easier said than done. I understand people like to motherfucking dance and throw their hands in the air. But this is some shit. These motherfuckers, you talking about guys from the street that's taking that shit to another level. That took, mastered the craft. Mastered the craft, the art of rapping. And making people absorb that shit and listen to that shit and be like, God damn, this you hear what this motherfucker just said? You know, not just putting words together. Like Jay just said, you put words together just to match. You know what I'm saying? Like, not just putting words together just to match. You know what I'm saying? You got to really rap that shit. You got to really spit that shit. You can't just get up there and think you're going to woo the crowd because you do a front flip. You know what I'm saying? You're not just going to win like that. It's, like, it's just like battle rap. And you talking about motherfuckers that came from battle rap. Doing a versus together. I think Jay smoked them in the battle. You know what I'm saying? In high school. Because Buster Rhymes, like I said, Jay even said it. I ain't animated like say a Buster Rhymes. But the real shit you get when you bust down my lines. Add that to the fact I went plat a bunch of times. Times that my mind influence on pop culture. I'm supposed to be. I don't think these people ready for what's going to happen. 
You know, because when I'm talking about, I'm talking about, we not talking music like these podcasters here. You know, this type of conversation is different. You know, it ain't, it's not politically correct now. It's you're wrong, I'm right. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is. You not right when it comes to motherfuckers taking him down. He, you know, the catalog speaks for itself. The catalog speaks for itself. And I ain't get nowhere near kingdom come. Watch the throne. I ain't even touch on those lyrics. I'm not touching the elevation of this man. I mean, he did a song with Michael Jackson. The motherfucker bought Michael Jackson art on Summer Jam. Did you see Michael Jackson surrounded by goons? Surrounded by motherfuckers? Surrounded by niggas? He's surrounded by these motherfuckers. Michael Jackson was cozy on that stage. They made him feel real comfortable. To the fact where Michael Jackson was singing like a monster up there with these goons. Come on, son. Come on, son. I can spend a long time on this shit. We twenty minutes. We twenty minutes into the podcast. I can go cram. I can go ham on this shit. I can go ham on this shit. But Nas dropped the album Magic. Nas dropped the album Magic after we shift gears. We're gonna talk a little bit about Magic. Magic was official. It was like a masterpiece almost. Nas put together some shit. That was like, you know, it shows that he just keeps going up and up and up. And that's what I like. That's what I want. I actually wanted that out of Nas for the longest. I wanted Nas to stop putting out an album every five years. I wanted Nas to get a little more aggressive as far as music goes. Because, you know, Nas doesn't even put out, like, he doesn't really do features. He'll do a feature here and there. But, you know, this is Nas is really private when it comes to music. And I wanted Nas to stop that so bad. I was, you know, anytime I look at, I listen to Nas. I'm like, I'm tired of just listening to Illmatic. You know what I'm saying? In bits and pieces of his certain songs on albums. Because that's what I used to do. I would listen to Nas on my, my headset and I'd be like, damn, Nas ain't got shit to listen to. So I listen to like Illmatic. Or sometimes I might go a little back. I might throw live at the barbecue on or something just to get the feeling of hip hop. But see, Nas would really be inconsistent with the music. But now this motherfucker is on a run. King's Disease, King's Disease 2, and then um, Magic, and then King's Disease 3 is about to drop. You see what I'm saying? And not to mention he put out stuff like the Lost Tapes. Um, he did the song what Kanye West produced the album. It was like five tracks. That wasn't really all that. You know what I'm saying? But you know, he's starting to he's starting to develop a pen game. Whereas though I'm I'm not saying it like he trash or nothing like that. But he's starting to be more he's starting to be he's starting to be more into the music now. You know what I'm saying? He's really starting to get into it. Which is a fucked up thing when it comes to rap for certain rappers. Because now rappers can't put out music the way they want. 
Because it's hard to come behind a guy like Nas. It's hard to come behind a guy like Jim Jones. Jim Jones drops something, it's a rap. You know what I'm saying? Because Jim Jones know how to put music together. Not like he's a lyrical assassin or anything, but, you know, I got Jim Jones on his paper. Jim Jones could put an album out, and it should be fire. And you're going to like that shit. Because Jim got some fire heat on there. He his beats, his production, he picks it all out. He pinpoints it. He gets it. He hits it right there. You know what I'm saying? You listen to this motherfucker. And now he got everybody waiting for the lobby boys with Mano. And we love that. We want that. Hip-hop needs that. We need more collaborative albums like that. We need a Nas and Jay-Z album. We don't need just a Black Republican song. We need a Nas and Jay-Z album. We need you motherfuckers to get on a, on a beat together. Like, Hit Boy, make it happen. We need that. We want that. As hip-hop heads, we want to listen to that. Because can you imagine 12 songs of Jay-Z and Nas just going back? Kanye and Jay did it. Watch the throne. Why can't Jay and Nas do it? You know what I'm saying? Ghost and Ray did it. You know what I mean? And that's what that's another thing. You know, when we talk about this music shit and these verses, like, these are the guys Jay had to come up against. Raekwon, that was the competition. He outlived the competition. This motherfucker's like a dinosaur, dog. He, he, he fucking like... The last, the last of the Mohicans, he outlived the competition. So listen, if you put out a Raekwon album right now, nobody's going to listen to that shit. It's hard for him to put out music. He had to put a book out, you know? It's hard for dudes like that to even make music so people can listen. Their fans are not entertained anymore, you know? It's not saying that they're not, they're not taking nothing away from them, but Ghostface is dropping... Uh, I think Iron Man 2 in January. That shit ain't really going to do too good. It's not going to really do too good. You know what I'm saying? I'm keeping it real. If I'm, if I'm talking to Ghost, I'm like, yo, Ghost, listen. You got to give the energy from Only Built for Cuban Links. Because this shit right here is different. This whole fan base, this whole everything, the way people listen to music, the way they, the what they, the message that they get, they not trying to hear what you say. Because I'm a Ghostface fan, but what was he really saying in his music? What was he even talking about? You know what I'm saying? So you can't bring that shit that you you tricked us in the '90s. And made us think you was nice, but you wasn't really rapping about nothing. Because if you listen to a Ghostface album, he talking a bunch of bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So listen to that shit now. And you're going to be like, this motherfucker tricked us. He got us, son. He got us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's a good storyteller. But when people listen to Ghostface, and the reason why they think Ghostface is nice has to do with the all that I got is you with Mary J. Blige. Because they heard the words and they understood the words that was coming out of his mouth. Dwelling in the past flashbacks when I was young. Whoever thought I have a baby girl and three sons but during this fight. You know what I'm saying? He was talking. 
But listen to a Ghostface on a Wu Tang album. You're like, what the fuck is this this motherfucker even saying? You know what I'm saying? With the guillotine sword and all this shit. Like, motherfucker was just making up shit. You know, so that's the competition. But it's going to be hard for him. That's the competition Jay had to go up against. But it's going to be hard for him to bounce back in January with an Iron Man album. I can tell you that. You know? Anybody that's out there listening to the podcast, the rebroadcast, get a Ghostface album and listen to one of his songs. You're going to be like, this motherfucker sold us an empty pizza box. You know what I'm saying? You bought a pizza from the Wu-Tang Clan. You open it up. It's like, I got you. There's no pizza in there. Like, motherfucker, where the pizza at? You know what I'm saying? They got us. You know what I mean? And not to, And I'm not saying these guys aren't rappers. But Method Man anchored them, and Raekwon kind of anchored them with the Only Built for Cuban Links album. You know what I'm saying? Because we understood Only Built for Cuban Links because he was rapping a little bit, and he was saying certain things that was catchy. Ice cream. Stuff like that. The song with Nas, because Nas was talking. You know what I'm saying? Nas was talking some shit. But they is on over them beats. It's easy to get fucking distracted when you listen to one of them rap songs, like a Wu Tang song. It's easy to get distracted. And yeah, I understand they break it down, God degree and all that. But some of that shit was mumbo jumbo. You know what I'm saying? Some of that shit was some bullshit. You know what I mean? Old Dirty Bastard wasn't even saying nothing in none of his songs, and he had a record deal. You know, what the fuck was he even saying? No disrespect, recipes to Old Dirty, but what in the fuck was he talking about? The only song we could understand really was Brooklyn Zoo. Shame on you, and this is the part you understand. Shame on you when you step to, to the Old Dirty Bastard. Brooklyn Zoo. Shimmy, shimmy, y'all, shimmy, yeah, shimmy, yeah. Give me the mic so I can take her away. All for the natural tall bombayage. Yeah, from the home of the goddess Brooklyn Squad. What does that shit even mean? You feel what I'm saying? What does that even mean? You know, it's been a motherfucking wild year. 2021. We break, we breaking it down. 2021. We really talking hip hop. I want to give all the podcasters out there a shout out. All the up and coming. You know, I like. Um, I don't really care for watching a lot of these things because a lot of these dudes really talk about a bunch of bullshit like gossip and stuff like that and they just try to tear each other down. But one podcast that I want to shout out and I'm going to tag him in it is Math Hoffa's podcast. I really enjoy listening and watching that. You know what I'm saying? I really enjoy listening and watching that because these dudes sit around the barbershop chairs and they talk hip-hop and they laugh and they kick it and they really have conversations. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of these podcasters, I really don't want to say no names and add them to this because I'm not about the bull crap. But a lot of these podcasts are just podcasts just talking nonsense. They really commercial. Not like they like Hollywood or nothing like that, but they not even really talking hip-hop. 
They interviewing people and they talking the bullshit. They asking these stupid questions that we don't give a shit about. They asking crazy questions and stuff. It gets annoying. Sometimes it's like, cut that shit the fuck off. You know what I'm saying? I watch these podcasts from clips. I watch clips of them on like Twitter. Um, what's the shit? On TikTok. I might watch a, a, a 60 second clip of them. But that's all my attention can take when it comes to some of these guys when they talk about music. Or anything for that matter. Because, you know, something they just don't they just don't be making sense. You know what I'm saying? They just don't be making sense. And then you got these guys that get up here and they talk, um, you know, they try to belittle the fans and they say, oh, we get this and they try to motivate the fans, start your own business and all this shit. And it's just like, yo, motherfucker, shut up. Like, if people want to do that, then they can do that. But not to get off the subject, I fucks with the boy Matt Hoffa's podcast. If you guys don't listen to that, tune in. It's good, and I don't plug a lot of the motherfuckers, but I'm plugging that, you know, because Math is a good dude, and I like him from the battle rap, because he grew, he showed some growth in his career, he was a battle rapper, he came up, and now he's doing his podcast, he sit back, he let the people talk shit, and you know what I mean, that's what they do, so I fucks with him, and um, you know, you got guys like, you know, you got the other podcasters like Joe Buttons and all them motherfuckers, but you know Joe Buttons is okay. But some at at one point at some point somebody got to sit him down and just tell him to to slow it up because you starting to act a little weird. You know what I mean? And I know it's because you know Mona Scott be behind all these dudes and she be having them on some dumb shit. But still, we got to sit some of these dudes down and calm them fuck down, son. Because now the podcasters are like the rappers. They bringing rap in the podcast because now they got podcasters beefing and shit. They want to fight. They want to talk about each other. They want to say, oh, I'm going to smack you and I'm going to do this and I'm going to get on Twitter and I'm going to go come at your neck and I'm going to type all this fucking crazy shit and you a bitch and this, that, and the third. When that shit is not cool for the culture, man. That shit is not cool for the culture. We talking hip hop. We talking music. Right now, you motherfuckers are trying to be Peter Brokoff and shit. Y'all journalists and shit. Stay in y'all lane. Y'all trying to do what Gail and Oprah do. Y'all trying to deliver the deliver the news now, but y'all and y'all y'all mixing it up, you know. So and shout out to um the young boy DJ Academics. I like DJ Academics, man. You know what I'm saying? I know a lot of people don't like DJ Academics. They think he's um, a clown, but he just a young motherfucker that found a lane, you know what I'm saying? He just a youngin' that found a lane. He got in, he, he got in where he fit in, you know? And now dudes is mad because he got where he got so fast and they been rapping for 20 years and now they doing podcasts. Y'all motherfuckers think y'all shit gonna pop because you made a hit song 10, 20 years ago. It don't even swing like that. The kid put work in. He earned his spot. And now you got guys picking on him because he like he can't he ain't gonna fight y'all. He ain't gonna fight y'all. He not gonna throw the hands with y'all. He might talk all that crazy shit, but he not gonna fight y'all. 
So you guys need to stop picking on the kid, man. Because it's like almost like these rappers think because they rap that they the toughest people on the face of this earth and that they can say whatever they want to say to certain people like him. Because none of these dudes is saying none of that shit to anybody else but him. And I heard dudes say worse or do worse. Now, I know he got a reputation of Chirac and talking all that sh Chicago shit and this, that, and the third. But that's old. That's the past. He did that when he was a kid. He's a man now. Leave him alone. Let the motherfucker be great, man. He ain't doing nothing to hurt nobody. He ain't flashing no guns on the camera. He not smoking no blunts. He not incriminating himself. He not doing anything that should make you guys feel uncomfortable. He damn sure don't. You know what I'm saying? That's why I like... I, 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 I'm not against the youngin'. I like him. You know what I mean? And it, the thing is... The thing is, you got these rappers, they try to, they, they take it, they making, they making threats on people like him, and he ain't nobody to even threat, threaten. You know, he ain't nobody to fucking say, yo, I'm gonna punch you all in your face and shit like that. He's a motherfucking podcaster, motherfucker. What is he gonna do? The motherfucker get the motherfucker talks the, 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 the hip hop. You know, he do what motherfuckers do. That's what we do, right? We talking hip-hop. Y'all mad at him for an opinion. It's crazy. Because if he was gooned up, nobody would say nothing to him. Nobody would say nothing to this young boy if he was gooned up. If he wasn't doing a podcast, if DJ Academics was doing a podcast, and his podcast in his room had a bunch of motherfuckers with P-89s and Glocks and Desert Eagles and all this shit and weed smoke and champagne and Hennessy everywhere, the narrative would change. The narrative would change quickly because you dudes would be like, yo, he the shit. I respect him. I fucks with him. Did you see the guy in the back with the bazooka? You know what I'm saying? That's what y'all like. Bullshit. Bullshit, y'all like bullshit. So when a motherfucker get up here not talking, that, not doing the bullshit that y'all used to, he's a clown. He ain't good for the culture, or he, or he just this lame motherfucker. You know, he's very original. He does what he wants, and he don't do what y'all do. It's bottom line. He don't do what y'all do. See, the rappers now, the rappers, see, this is what's, this what's wrong with the rappers. This what's wrong with the rappers. And I'm going to pause real quick. This what's wrong with the rappers. What's wrong with the rappers is the rappers think that their image matters. They image. They gotta keep their image up here. They can't go down. They can't go below the pot, below the level. They can't go down, cause now you got the world thinking you something you ain't. So you can't even let your guard down, cause motherfuckers gonna be like you, yo, he pussy, and you don't want that, cause that's gonna tarnish your image. But in all actuality, none of these rappers really doing anything that they say they doing. 
and 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 a lot of people want to say this, but a lot of people not gonna say this. You know, you got these rappers that's on these podcasts that's talking this crazy shit because they got an image. They can't even come down. They can't even have a sophisticated conversation because they on too much of that nigga shit. You know, so now when they even try, so now when somebody say, somebody question a gangster, somebody question a gangster, they got problem with that. They got problem with that. That's right. The image supersedes the music and money. That image is what they trying to keep up. They trying to stay that they you motherfuckers is in the wrong business. Y'all in the wrong business. See, the young boy came into the game regular. He ain't got to prove nothing to none of y'all. But it's like, yo, y'all bullying him. Y'all trying to bully him. It's a form of bullying. And these dudes, these dudes don't want motherfuckers like him in their arena. Because they don't want to lose to David. You know, Goliath's going to fall. They don't want to be Goliath in the ring with David. They're going to fucking get knocked out. They scared of that. So they trying to bully him. All the rappers, all the rappers be trying to bully him. All of them. They don't like the fact that he do this. They don't like the fact, what the fuck does it matter to you? You niggas is making money, right? What does it even matter? What does it even matter? Shout out to all the podcasters, though. Y'all motherfuckers is really um, influential in the hip-hop community. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, this podcast is not over yet. You know, because once this stops, I'll record over. Because this is New Year's. This is the New Year's podcast. And we're going to talk. We're going to air it out. It's going to be up on all platforms. I appreciate everybody for tuning in. We had 2,000 on Instagram. So they're going to see this one way or another. But... My numbers for my actual podcast because people been watching and listening to the the old shit and they've been loving the old shit, you know, so much that they keep like asking me, asking me, asking me. But don't worry about it. I always say, don't worry about it. You know, my plans come into fruition. You know, so when we moving forward, moving forward. I wanted to talk about a little bit of sports. Kyrie Irving's coming back. <laughs> Brooklyn lost to the 76ers tonight. Kyrie Irving's coming back. A lot of people got bad things to say about Kyrie Irving. Kyrie this, Kyrie that. We get it. We're not going to get into Kyrie's personal business, but what I'm going to say is Kyrie Irving is good for the sport of basketball. And we're not going to Stephen A. Smith this young. Kyrie Irving is good for the sport of basketball. He's good for the game of basketball. If you think he's not good for the game of basketball, look at his highlights. He's dynamite. He's probably one of the closest things to Allen Iverson that you'll ever see. Happy New Year's, buddy. He's probably one of the closest things to Allen Iverson that you'll ever see. Kyrie Irving is motherfucking dynamite on that court. He's a beast. He's a monster. We need him in the NBA. 
We need his flair. We need his boop, boop, boop. You ever watch Kyrie Irving? I'm going to tell y'all something real quick. And I love basketball. Let me tell y'all something about basketball. If your favorite player, your favorite point guard, watch him in slow motion. That shit will blow your fucking mind. The shit this kid do with the ball in slow mo, boom, 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 behind the back, bow, bow, ooh, 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 ooh. That young boy right there is a gift from God. He's a gift from God. And I tell you, this boy right here is special. He's special. And you know what? He know he's special. That's why he didn't take that vaccine. That's why he sat out like that. Because he's like, yo, they need me. They need me. You guys ever watch Scarface? And you ever seen Tony Montana when he was leaving that restaurant? He said, you motherfuckers need people like me. Kyrie Irving, you need people like him. Brooklyn basketball is not exciting with just James Harden and Kevin Durant. It's not exciting with just James Harden and Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is nice. Don't get me wrong. KD is the, the fucking beast. He's super nice. But you know what will make KD better? Kyrie Irving. Not James Harden. Kyrie Irving. Because when that kid Kyrie got the ball, and he know what he going to, you know what he going to, he's a bucket. He's a bucket. Instant. He's a monster. He's a monster. And a lot of people not going to say, a lot of people going to talk about the situation that he going through. But y'all not going to talk about the game. It's almost like Allen Iverson in practice. We talk in practice, not the game. We talk in practice. When you talk Kyrie, you talk the game. You don't talk about what he does off the court. Talk about what he does on the court. On the court is what matters. That's what matters. On the court. Don't worry about what he does off the court. That's his personal life. His personal business. On the court is when the magic happens. That's what we need to be focusing on. We can't be focused on the wrong thing. We got to focus on what happens on the court. Not off the court, but on the court. And on the court, we all know what he is. He's special on that basketball court. He's a monster on that basketball court. You know the, the commissioner of the NBA was very upset when Kyrie Irving said he's not going to play. He was kind of heartbroken. He like, what? Kyrie not playing? We need you out there. It hurt him so bad that he had to talk strictly business. He had to talk strictly business. He couldn't put his emotions out there because this is a business. You know, it's nothing personal. It's business. Kyrie sat out. It's business. He like, yo, nah, I'm not doing that. 
This is business here. Fuck the money. He getting millions of dollars and he knows it. It's not about the money. It's about his personal choice. But now the commissioner was looking at it like, oh, man, like, come on, dog, I need you. I need you. You know how many NBA players they probably begged to not make a scene like Kyrie did? All of them guys ain't take that shot. No, they didn't take that shot. You know what happened? The thing is, those guys, they made a bargain with them dudes to play. See, these guys is making so much money, they don't need to play no more. They making millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars. Think about a LeBron James salary. You really think he took that shot? You think about it. He didn't take that shit. And you're not going to convince nobody to make them think he did. He didn't. He didn't. This guy is, this is, you talking about a guy that is the NBA. He is the NBA. LeBron James is the NBA. Kevin Durant, these guys are the face of the league. They run that league. Respect to LeBron. Happy birthday. They run that league. You're not making them do nothing. You're not telling them what to do. These dudes will walk away from that game comfortably and won't go back. They'll sit out a season. You take a, you're talking about a couple million dollars, like, you know what I'm saying? Endorsements, y'all going to take that away? It's okay. But you're not taking that guaranteed contract away. You're going to pay me my money. You're going to pay them their money. You're not taking away their money. They're they, they looking at it from a different perspective. They're like, all right, we're going to play, but we're not going to make a scene. The players got a union. The NBA players have a union. They have a right to say no. They don't have to say yes. They didn't want to make a scene. These athletes could have made a scene. But you know what? Athletes are the face of the nation. Athletes are the face of the nation. So if Colin Kaepernick takes a knee... That puts a fucking black eye on the whole sports community. They ain't want that. They didn't want to make another Colin Kaepernick situation. They said, nah, this is different. We can't let y'all do this. Listen, let's just talk out off the off the rock, off the off the grid. Let's have a conversation. Them NBA players ain't taking no motherfucking vaccine to play no basketball they humans just like us you guys really think these guys is lining up to do that when you got people all outside the world don't even want to do that shit what makes you think they gonna do that shit it's a situation that they're in that they're in the spotlight they're out there The world sees them. 
Not just somebody walking down the street. Not just their neighbor. Not just a motherfucker that's across the street. The world sees them. They ain't do that shit. They didn't do it. I got 60 seconds on this first podcast. I got 60 seconds left. We have 52. So what I'm going to do right here, I'm going to stop this and I'm going to pause it for a minute, but I'm going to see, I'm going to keep talking. I'm going to keep talking. What's going on? I'm gonna pause the I'm gonna pause the live podcast real quick because I'm recording for everybody to hear. I'm gonna pause this. I'm gonna get back into it, but I'm not gonna go nowhere. Just give me one second while we're here. 